Welcome to Deborah Byrne Psychology Services Podcast. I am Deborah Byrne, a psychologist and your host for today. In my podcasts, I talk about a wide range of topics, including relationships, parenting, education, disability, mental health, and the most important topic I consider of all, self-care. I like to keep it informative and practical so that you can become empowered. This podcast is for adults and is for informational purposes only and should never replace your regular therapy sessions. Mind Mapping for Kids This blog was originally aimed at school-going children and their parents when it was first written, but teenagers and adults may find some of the ideas also useful. What is mind mapping? The best thing about mind mapping is it's an easy way to get information in and out of your brain. You don't have to take long, boring notes that only end up confusing you, so it makes studying a lot easier. It can also be a way to jot down ideas for project planning. A mind map is made up of circles, lines, words, colours and pictures. Much nicer than black and white or black and blue written notes. Why do mind mapping instead of taking notes? Well, notes can get you bogged down in a lot of information that can make it harder to learn. They can also be very boring to read. And sometimes the words just blend together. Mind maps are very colourful as they use colours, pictures, words, circles and lines. These work better as they get both sides of your brain working together in remembering the main topic and its key words. When you engage both sides of the brain to study or plan out projects, it's a bit harder to be dragged away from it or distracted by other things. What does a mind map look like? It looks a bit like the pictures in this blog. They use a lot of colour, as much as possible for each branch that comes out of a central theme. A different colour for each branch helps you retain the information. Each branch can have more branches that represent key words for each of the main topic's key points. The example in one of these images looks at conflict as the main topic or theme. It then goes on to see where each type of conflict can occur, interpersonal, intergroup or international. Each of these keywords are broken down further if needed. So interpersonal is broken down into work, family, friends, for example. Remember, a colourful map like this with keywords is easier than a lot of boring handwritten notes. How to do a mind map. I bet a lot of you already know how to do a mind map just from looking at the pictures included in this blog. But let me give you some of the pointers all the same. One, use a blank piece of paper. You might need to place it sideways. Two, draw a picture in the middle of the page that sums up your main topic. Now label it. For example, the picture in the blog shows a main topic as conflict and they use a lightning bolt striking the ground with the word conflict written beside it. Draw curved lines in different colours coming out of the main theme to represent branches. These are the main keywords or points you'll need to remember. In the example of conflict, these are interpersonal, international and intergroup. These represent your subtopics. Use coloured pens to write these words and underline them. 
draw more pictures to represent these main subtopics. 4. Next, from each of your subtopics or keywords, draw any further lines you need to represent your main key points. In the example for interpersonal, these are family, work and friends. Again, draw a picture to represent these and add names. Add as many branches as you like or need. It's like drawing branches on a tree. Remember the key points of doing a mind map. When you want to draw a mind map, you need to think of the what, where, when, who, what and the result. So that you take your topic or idea and ask yourself, what happened? Where did it happen? When did it happen? Who was involved? What was going on? And what did it all result in? A first example of this is if you are planning your party. What about what time? Where will it be held? When is it taking place, i.e. the date? Who is invited? What will happen? The food, the games and the result. Well, that should work out to be one great party for you. Another example for school will be when writing an essay for class. Getting those ideas or main points down first will help you write a better essay. You will have your proposed title, then three branches with the introduction, the main body of the story and then the conclusion. The main topic or title is in the middle of the page. Then map one branch for your introduction and any little branches off this are the points you want to make in your introduction, such as the main characters. The next branch is for the main points or main piece of the story. So lots of little branches here, all the things that will happen in your story or essay. And then the last branch is for your conclusion. You always need an ending or sum it up. I think you get the ideas from these two examples, but if you'd like further information, have a look at Mind Mapping for Kids by Tony Bozan. Your mind mapping toolbox. What will you need? Blank pieces of paper is best. You can use scrap paper too. Markers or colouring pencils or some magazine images. Book or notes from which you get your main topic and your key points. But most importantly, you need your brain. Why not give it a try? Always make it colourful. Underline the main or key words and draw pictures. Adults and teenagers can use this tool too for college essays, work projects or home and garden planning. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. This podcast is also available in a blog format, which you can access at www.deborahbrownpsychologyservices.com. Don't forget, you can also subscribe to this podcast, follow me on social media at DB Psychology, or subscribe to our mailing list, which is full of freebies and keeps you up to date on the latest blogs and podcasts. Be sure to tune in next week 